What up, my lovelies? Welcome back to In My World. And today is a story time of a lifetime. <laughs> um, and I wanted to do this because I believe when we share our testimonies or situations that happen in our lives, it can encourage other people and also break that bondage. And that, um, you know, I mean, the Lord delivers us and break our bondage, but it also kind of when, you know, the devil uses it in our heads, there's no power because first we are forgiven by God almighty. And also, you know, we know the full story already. We know what happened and it's in the past. So, um, you know, I thought I wanted to share this just to help someone else who may have are or may have gone through this to feel comfortable to share what's happened in their lives and not be ashamed. Um, I think that's what occurs a lot of the times as we get shameful when it comes to the situations that happen. We're so afraid that of what others would think of us. So here I go and I'm at, I'm laying down the most vulnerable situation that's happened to me. One of the most, not the most, but one of the most vulnerable situations that happened to me in my 20s, I would say. Um, I think it was like 20, 24. Yeah. I'm going to 25 and also like what I've learned through that journey and like how even though it could be someone from the faith it's not the god like we have to realize like when we're going through situations we can't take oh this person's a christian and be angry at the lord because it's an individual all people that are broken go to the lord thou god to be healed you know he doesn't heal someone that is already healed he goes to the ones that are lost and broken so that's that and also what i've learned is that like the devil likes to take or like they're like little demons i like to take the stuff from your past and replay it 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 so that you feel like you're not enough and that's a whole lie from the pit of hell let's be frank like god created you like in his glory you know like he created you in his beautifulness like he made you in his image so you are you know you need him to be more enough in general so it's like this enoughness is in him not by yourself but with him you know with him you're enough like with him filling you and closing those doors and shutting those like um demonic doorways you're enough you're good you know he's with you um because alone we're you know we're in that lost broken dead state so that makes like we need that like we need the savior when we're in the world in a sense we're dead but once we find christ and more like because he chooses us and we turn to him return home to our savior we are now alive so we are now filled with him you know um so as i like this has been this story has been playing in my mind more like it's just been replaying over and over again i'm just like oh i don't know i thought let me just share it get it off of my chest let everyone else hear it and from there you know i'm praying that it helps someone and you guys learn something not to do and like it leads you into a path where you can analyze yourself see the things you've done um and realize that only god can forgive you because at the end of the day it is god almighty who is the creator of all things that can forgive the thing you at for everything you've done um and it's the blood of the lamb that makes you clean 
So, as you guys know I, where I started off, and if you listen to my uh, podcast before, you'll hear about the situation in different times. I think I have moments when I was in the situation that I posted, or maybe even after. Um, or I definitely know, I think I posted some, a story about um, he is married. And how it kind of got me into a place of adultery without realizing I was in adultery. And the Lord is so merciful, y'all. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is amazing. And I'm just saying this because I've seen his hand in my life and others' people. And I just can tell you that God, whoo, if you don't know the great I am, the King of Kings, the glorious Father, Jésus-Christ, um, I think that's how you say it in French, and um, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, and um, Hebrew, y'all, I, I will advise and say, please go seek the kingdom of heaven and go to the, go read your Bibles because God is merciful and good, but let us begin. So I started going to church while I was in college. I mean, I went to church as a child, but I think it was like my freshman year of college. I started like looking for a church. So I ended up going to like a Catholic church, which y'all don't know, but now you will know I am a thousand percent against um the catholic church is full of the antichrist spirit and if you're a catholic please please open up the bible and read it yourself and do not listen to the wickedness of these people that speak okay in that community um seek god jesus christ you can go to him you do not need to go in front of any pope um or any priest or anything like that you can go to the lord and call upon his holy name jesus christ um yeshua um yeah i think that's how you say it (laughs) in um hebrew and french but like yeah you can go to god almighty and speak to him and call upon his holy name and so yeah but my first year in college i went to a catholic church with a couple of non-catholic uh people um and we're just looking for church like i was I, i was looking for a church then um i met a girl in my um college we're in the same math class and she invited me to church with her so i was like oh i'm down let's go i end up at a church in new york city um in the midtowns of new york city um close to 14th street 6th avenue you'll know what church it is if you go um it was in the salvation army church um like area that's what it was and the church was there and it was basically asian american and caucasian that was the majority of the people in this church and then there were a triple i would say like I probably could count in my hands and feet the amount of black people that were there and um, of, and other ethnicities, but it was more of Caucasian and Asian. And my friend, she was Asian, so I would understand why it was that, like, that way for her. So I started going there and then she left and moved to another um, state. Actually, she left the US and went to another country and I continued going. So when I was going alone, it was a very bad like experience for me because no one communicated with me. Like there was no welcoming team, there was nothing, and I just felt out of place. As especially as someone that was like lukewarm and kind of just looking into the faith, I felt very out of place. Yeah, I knew like some scriptures, but like I didn't know much. Let's be frank. And a lot of times I started like looking into the word because of some guy I was interested in, and he was a Christian, and I was just like, oh okay, cool. 
But, um, like, I, at that time, I identified myself as a Christian, but I was lukewarm to the Luke of Luke of Luke warm. But God Almighty has delivered me from that, and I am no longer lukewarm for Jesus Christ is the way, the only way, the King of glory, and that is the truth, period. Now, I basically approached a person in our afternoon, like, church meeting, um on Sunday and I was like hey I'm trying to be in a group I reach out no one responds to me so what should I do so I joined this group and I met she introduced me to this guy and he was adorable and I was like oh cool and our vibes just clashed like not like negatively it was like we knew each other for forever we became friends acquaintance and I was like oh he's mad adorable mad cool and he was just vibes and I was like I loved it so he told me about his group and I joined the group and like the first day I joined the group like um they were having a meetup he wasn't even there so I was kind of uncomfortable because I'm the kind of person like I need to know someone for me to open up so he wasn't there so I made friends with two other guys and I tend to draw to the guys because that's how I felt more comfortable because girls were were very I would say we drama mystic and I'm kind of like I like to just stay away as best as I can. So we distanced ourselves. Um, like I distanced myself, but um, yeah. So we're in this group, and this is like CG um, event. CG means like uh, like fellowship community fellowship events for each group. So as I'm in this group and I'm in CG and all that stuff, I start like you know hanging out. I was there all the time. I was dedicated, became involved, started children ministry all things was going for me and I was just like yes I'm loving it but these are just like outerly works but my heart was not in it like in a sense you know like I thought I was doing good in the sense of like trying to be involved in everything but like I really didn't know much about scripture I mean I did know like I love Jesus but I also went clubbing on Friday nights and Saturdays and you know drink a lot so at that time no longer do that but at that time so there was this like I, I was living a double life and that's how I felt and I kept hearing that story in my mind of like you're living two lives and I kept talking about it but like it was weird because like being in this group like and being the only person of color yes I wasn't the only minority but it was like technically I was because you know I was the only black person in this group there's white and Asian and every time I spoke it was as if like I said an epiphany or something and I was just like this little light in this room and I was so confused because I'm like y'all I'm the least like I have not been in the church for a very long time I've worshipped the Lord but like I go club I used to go clubbing at you know later on that evening like like I don't understand so um I felt uncomfortable to be frank at that time and as I am like in this community group this guy comes he started coming because his cousin went to the church and I was smitten y'all I was like yo he is so cute like I was so smitten by the situation like you know I was like excited and he wanted like help with his fashion sense and I was like yes I'll totally help you and like it was so funny because I, I got to know him as a person and I really, really, really liked him. And um, that went weirdly. I don't think he needed my help. I think it was like a date, but I, I failed at the dating and I, I don't know. You know, I actually don't even know if I've been on a real date. I could have been and never knew. And so we're like, you know, we're talking, we become friends. 
and then he disappears and then comes back attractive y'all you know when guys just like leave and they're like chubs or i thought he was cute chub either way i don't really care about the outer appearance it's more of the inner for me but he left he was chubbier and then he came back like bulked and i'm just sitting here like is this for real and my fascination towards this individual increased so basically my lust over this person increased and you know also yeah so like that increased and then when he came back we became closer we started hanging out and talking and then one thing I realized about myself is that like I usually felt like I was invisible so no one saw anything but he saw a lot and he said he saw a lot and we just hanged out and talked and I really really liked him now this is when it gets juicy so there's a sister within the group um in my community group where everyone knew I had feelings for him from when I mean from the pastor to like his cousin y'all everyone knew I had feelings for him so I basically like told him like I told the pastor I had feelings for this individual and everything now I told this girl because everyone knew and we're like oh you know she's like oh let me help you out First of all, I didn't ask for help, but sis wanted help. So I was like, sure, go for it, do whatever. She started speaking to him on her own. So I would think if you're going to help me out, you're going to like do it in a group. But no, she started talking to him on her own. But I also knew sis was looking for someone too. So I was like, okay, cool. Now they're talking on their own. He doesn't tell me anything about this, but he talks about me to her. That's something she would tell me. And I'm sitting here like, okay, cool. And it never really bothered me at times. It did at times, but it didn't. Um, And until I started seeing little slick things, like, you know, this individual will tell me, hey, can you go do this for me? And I had to meet him. So I had to be late for him because I was doing something for her. And he would be upset about it. Or he's like, oh, I feel rejected. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm trying to do. I would not reject you. I like you a lot. Mm." And... So that happened, y'all. I, Lord is good. Let's just be frank. I'm so grateful because even as I'm telling you guys this, I'm like looking back and like I had to actually do this more than two times a recording because I had a bunch of interruptions. But as I like look back, I'm so grateful because it shows me where I am now. Um, but I'll get to that then. Um, and yeah, so that can continue happening. Then me, like long story short, let's like short story long or whatever um or long story short I don't even know if I'm right or wrong in this but as time goes by me and this person you know we talk to each other we see each other we spend time together little did I know is this individual was still seeing him and talking to him and they were actually hanging out and I didn't know this because he was hanging out with me but anytime he told me he was hanging out with someone he said he was hanging out with a friend he never said he was hanging out with like so and so but like when he ended up with me he was like hey I'm with Ellie you know like so I'm like he never told me he was hanging out with a with her you know and we got into an argument and he said I was being flirtatious when realistically I was not like if I'm gonna flirt with someone I flirted with multiple human beings in my old wicked life because that's what it was you know and I flirted with models yo like I had let's just say the Lord is merciful (laughs) like sometimes I look and I say Lord how could you love a wicked wretch like me because that's what I was at one time but now I'm born in Christ um so yeah like 
I basically like was not flirting with him but he said I was and then we had this argument and we're talking and I'm like oh yeah you know I was and he's like it's okay it's over with we let it go we let it go we let it go now we're walking because he was supposed to meet someone for dinner little did I know it was her but you know we find out everything at the end everything in the darkness comes into light because God is merciful um and you know he we're walking we're talking and I always used to say like uh the way to my heart is to buy me ice cream and he's like would you like some ice cream like do you want to go buy ice cream I'm like no I, I'm okay and the reason I used to say that was because when I was younger I used to get bullied and like jumped like jumped y'all like I was jumped bullied and every time I would get bullied and beat up by certain kids my sister and I would go and buy ice cream so for me it was a form of like comfort like someone like loved me enough to go buy me ice cream um so like yeah I was just like okay like I don't want any ice cream as we're walking I this is where I'm wrong and I want you guys to take notes on this do not lie to a person and just be frankly honest no matter if you're embarrassed or fearful remember fear doesn't come from the lord as the word of god says and i think it's second timothy um i do not give the spirit of fear but love power and a sound mind i could be wrong in the location i think it's second timothy but um is it second timothy lord lord jesus christ adonai um but yeah he doesn't give us a spirit of fear but love power and a sound mind so you know i could be wrong with the location um where it is in the bible but that's something i like i was at fault with so we're walking and we're talking about someone else that is in our group that we had meet up and i say hey i'm gonna go on a date sometime with this guy he's from so so and like blah 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 I lied. I really wanted him to just be like, hey, I like you. And I want to try to figure this out. But he didn't say it. So I was like, if I lied to him or make him seem like, you know, someone actually wanted me, would he fight? You know, kind of like, is that weird? That is kind of weird. But would he like, um, like be like, hey, what about us? You know, kind of thing. He didn't do that. He actually got really like upset and walked away. <laughs> like give me a hug and walked away and it felt so weird and so that same day I like end up meeting with a guy friend who I told him my emotions and my guy friend took my phone and texted him how I felt and he was like uh let's talk about it basically no I don't see you in that way blah 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 you're my friend blah 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 and I'm like bro I got rejected through text message y'all and I'm like okay (laughs) um by the end of that week, that night, y'all, after seeing that one friend, I met up with another friend. Then we got, I went to a bar. I ended up drinking a lot. And not only I paying for drinks, I had people paying for drinks at karaoke bar. I was singing, like, intoxicated. Then he calls me, and I'm intoxicated. I don't even remember the full conversation. I just remember walking in the middle of uh, Washington Square Park in the midst of the night, completely drunk. Um, I go to work, I think on, I think it was like the following week 
or the following yeah week started for the week and all that stuff and my pastor reached out and said hey let's all meet up um i have a proposition for you and these other girls because i wanted to lead a group um and leave my group because i didn't feel like we were biblically sound or and stuff like that so i meet up but before i met up with him i'm let me be frank i'm really heartbroken y'all um before i met up with the pastor i'm I met up with another person in my church and it was his birthday and we we're just like, you know, talking. We had shots and I'm already intoxicated. I meet up with my pastor and my pastor lays the most sweetest, unpleasant news, y'all. And he says, so-and-so wants to leave the church. He, he sent me email saying he's leaving the church. I broke down in tears. I felt so guilty, y'all. And that, like, as I'm thinking about it right now, like, wow, I felt so guilty and ashamed. And I think that's why this story has been playing in my mind for the past couple days was that there was shame and guilt, you know, for, for nothing. To be honest, it's my emotions, you know, yes, you can like someone. Yes, you can have feelings for someone. Yes, you can, you know have an emotional like um you know interest in someone um so never feel shame about liking someone um you know always take it to the lord um and in and yeah so in the biblical way because y'all know y'all could take it in some other direction and i'm not for it so i'm not gonna put it out there as if i am so y'all yeah but I started crying and they started consoling me and so the next day I think was Sunday because we met on a Friday night nope it was we met on Saturday night and that says for um Sunday I go to church I'm already a wreck y'all I am a wreck and everyone in my group was acting weird like they were distancing themselves from me and I didn't know why then this the girl that supposedly said she was gonna help me comes up to me and she's like hey let's talk y'all god is so good because one thing i've learned especially in my journey is that like he talks to us he'll give us the feelings that that inner intuition that that your spirit is like listen to it you know like you know and i get this feeling it was like as if i saw a vision or something and i see everything and what she's going to say and it was like the voice in my mind like the spirit speaking to me and he's like saying like um so and so are together like it was as i was hearing that like oh they she likes him they're together that's legit the words that were in my head and like i think at this time i started like being more close to like reading the word and i think i was trying to fast too but like reading the word of god i think this was like in the beginning state so my intuition was just like sis likes him girl prepare yourself now we meet up after lunch and everyone's like oh good luck like you know and i'm like how why are they saying good luck you know like there's all these little things and like as you can tell i'm probably like one of those people that like pays i pay attention to everything because some i read body cues and people's ways of communicating and you can tell if someone's not telling you the truth just by the way they look at you or their body you know how they're sitting how they're communicating that's how i did it you know like that's how and i and i also give it all glory to god because there's the lord definitely helping me in this state now i'm sitting across this girl and she's like 
I want to tell you that so-and-so and I are together. Y'all, I knew it was coming, but my heart, y'all, let me just be frank. My heart, like, I, I just said, congr- I'm so happy for you. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything else, like, at that time. Like, I couldn't even, like, I just said, I'm happy for you. And I remember walking out of this like you know I was so happy and I was like oh when you get married let me know and your cute babies blah 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 because it's like I already knew um like I said but like I was walking out and I could not breathe like my heart at that moment you guys like I couldn't breathe I was like breathe I was like in the midst of the street and I had to stop and I almost, I think, fainted. I almost fainted a couple of times. And I had to stop and breathe and stop and breathe. I went shopping to try to see if it would make me feel better. To buy new clothes. I could not breathe. I sent him a text. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy for you. Mal is such a good choice. Blah, blah, blah. I was so, so, it like hit me. And it was like processing it. But it hit me so hard. I was in so much pain. And, you know... As I'm thinking about it, and I think this is why this story continued going into my mind, is that, like, we don't realize, you know, sometimes we have to listen. Then, like, be slow to speak and quick to listen. And also, we have to be straightforward and truthful about what we want towards anything. And not only what we want, we have to ask the Lord what is His will. Because if I had listened to the Lord (laughs) from the get of this whole situation... And just been straightforward. And, you know, I had other individuals in the group that I've ha- I had situations where well, they lied to me and I called it out. But, like, if I did not idolatize this human and put him on a pedestal and just was straightforward and be like, bro, I wasn't flirting with you, but I do like you. But not in the way that, I, like, I wasn't flirting with you. You know, a lot of the heartbreak and that pain may not have been there. But the beauty to this whole story is this. You know... After all this happened, I I went to God. I when I mean I went to God, I was like, Lord, you need to speak to me, but we need to we need to have this conversation. You know, like I was so upset and I had to go to God. And I went to God and basically started talking to him and you know, reading his word and hearing his words and you know, I weeped a lot, you guys. I lost my job, I think, during that time too. Um, I was just so broken and I didn't care about my body or anything and I just didn't care. Um, I was so sad and so broken and like I went to God like and that's something I learned in this whole situation was that the Lord's gonna allow you to break and sometimes when you are broken like think of Jesus you know like like God himself became man and took all all his wrath all his anger and laid it on onto his son himself like his son his son you know like to take our pain and our suffering everything we deserved for our sake he put it upon himself like that is powerful so you know like i went through the nines and i was so 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 broken you guys what i mean like there were moments i gained so much weight like on top of that i was depressed I was sad, I was overwhelmed, I was, I felt like nothing, I gained so much weight that like, 
you can see it, you know, and there's a point where I couldn't even feel my, my body and anything, and, like, this guy was, is so sweet and so nice, um, yeah, I mean, the situation is horrible, and, you know, like, and you're probably like, how could you say this person's so sweet and so nice when, girl, he betrayed you, yes, I was betrayed, but Jesus was betrayed also by Judas, you know, like, and I think that's something I learned, the, the feeling of betrayal, by two people that you love, you know, and it's not that, like, if it was just a random girl, okay, it's someone I don't know, but it was, like, I knew both of them, and I cared for both of them, so, yes, I was betrayed by two people, and not only them, I was betrayed by my, like, community group, and also my pastor, and that's a whole different story for another day, and, um, yeah, I was betrayed, but, I learned that through those that sorrow, through that pain, through that hardship, Jesus Christ was in the midst of all of it. He was there. And I'm telling you, like, there was times that I would walk, like, and I would be, in, like, crying. And I, I feel like the brush of the wind, but it felt like it was someone's hand on my cheeks. And there was time, like, I even think about this, I'm, like, getting emotional because I'm, like, I'm so grateful for God, you know? Um for taking me out of that pain and like loving me so much and I don't know okay <laughs> but yeah you know there's times that when I was you know like I'm telling you guys I went to this right after I was told this information I went to the store and I'm walking in the middle of 40 uh 14th street uh, walking direction towards um time no towards Union Square like the Whole Foods area. If you're a New Yorker, you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm walking in my heart. I can feel my heart drop. And I'm like trying to breathe and breathe. And like I, you know, I'm trying to breathe, but I can't. Like it was like at that moment, like I couldn't breathe and I couldn't understand what was happening because it was like I didn't know what to do. And I'm walking and I'm just walking and like. You know, something was like, like, that's the thought was like, just go to the store. And like, I'm in the store trying to hold in the tears and I'm buying things, trying to hold in the tears. And like, you know, and I think I went, I cried on the way home. I walked around the city and then I cried on the train. Um, and I think I cried. Well, I, I was definitely cried at home. I cried in the shower. I cried so much with that situation, but that situation sparked in me. I was like, I need Jesus. I can't do this alone, I need Jesus, like, it was, like, the best epiphany that ever happened in my life, I need Jesus, because I could not handle the whole thing by myself, and so, like, when I speak about the Lord, and when I, like, talk about the greatness of God, it's because the situations he's taking me out of, and I'm getting emotional now, because thinking of all this pain you guys I don't know if anyone has been through a heartbreak and yes I I may not have been in a relationship with this person but it was two years or three years of my life where this person was basically like someone I really cared for and yes I had like little situations with other human beings but those were not like I just did it because I felt bad for them but this guy I actually really I thought he was the one like the person I was gonna marry um, that was my mind. And I even prayed about it. I was like, Lord, let, is this is him. Let, show me a sign. Like, I really want to marry this guy. Like, he's, you know, everything I was looking for. And 
I was so heartbroken, you know, and like the way the Lord just pieced me back together. And I'm saying this because like, yes, you know, like for anyone that's going through a heartbreak right now, you know, a loss of someone, um, someone you love, you know, is cheated on you. Someone you love, um, stab you in the back. Think of Jesus, you know, like Jesus was betrayed by Judas, you know, like he was just betrayed by someone that walked with him daily, you know, and who followed after him, you know, he was betrayed by him. And also not only that, he was denied by Peter, you know, Peter denied him three times, y'all. So when we're in these sorrows or these pains and these frustrations, we just feel like we're so alone. And we feel like, you know, no one hears us. No one feels that pain. No one knows the feeling of feeling like you are not wanted or rejected. Remember Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because, you guys, he was rejected. He was, you know, they tried to kill him as a child. They, you know, um, rejected him as his as the, the Messiah. You know, they they betrayed him. They, you know, denied him as, you know, being the son of God when he truly is the son of God and he truly spoke truth, you know. And so through that like situation, I experienced betrayal by multiple people and sorrow definitely came, you know, like um, it's I don't have many friends um, now, but I ultimately have the best friend in the world and his name is Jesus Christ but you know and I you guys are my lovey so for those who listen but like at this moment in time I don't have multiple friends and it's not because I don't want to but I think what I've learned is that like there's a reason why the Lord had 12 disciples and and it was a small you know it's better to have one more one or two or even just one person and that you can call friend um you know, than to be in the midst of people who truly don't love you the way that you, you could, you know, don't love you or care, you know, and like would lead you astray from God. So, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up because as you guys hear the story, you know, you're probably like, well, how could you become a Christian with all these Christians stabbing you in the back, you know, or mistreating you or making you feel a particular way? What I realize is that every single person has an issue, right? Every human being. And within the church, when a person goes to God, they're broken. They need God. Like, they need him. And so they need to be filled and renewed. They need the Savior, you know? And I think that's the thing. The beauty of the, like, the gospel or realizing is that you need a Savior. And so I couldn't take what the individuals within the church, the body did, I should only, I need to look at the creator who can help me and heal me. And that's what I end up doing where I just, you know, went to him and called upon his whole name. I think I cried so much about it and moral to everything at the end of the whole story is that now they, the couple, um, they are married now, and um, I think I made a podcast about he's married. Um, he's an individual that I made that podcast about, where you know I still was talking to him as an individual, like we were communicating, and I still had hopes in a sense. 
but what I didn't know was that he had proposed to her and they got married um, because they don't live in the U.S. and anymore. And it, it led me into be opening a door of adultery in my life that I did not expect. And, you know, you don't want to open any doors of sin in your lives. So, yeah, this is the whole story. And I just want to share it because, you know, it kept playing in my mind. And I just think there's a reason, you know, for that. And sometimes the devil uses the past to bring you back and have you get angry. But what I've learned from sharing this story is like, wow, how good is God? <laughs> Yo, how merciful and amazing is Jesus Christ of Nazareth for uprooting me out of the wickedness and the bondage of this, you know, a fascination of like lust because this was lust, you know. Uh, and yes, you know, as someone that wanted to be married so badly in that time and just truly wanted to be with someone that loved them. But not realizing that I had the ultimate love from the King of Glory and His Son. So, for anyone out there, any young women or any young man that was like stabbed in the back, betrayed, felt unwanted, remember that the Creator of all things, God Almighty, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, went through all of it, and He experienced it. He was human who experienced it, and He knows exactly how you feel. And you can turn to him and call on his holy name to help you and deliver you and heal you. You know, there's a line in the word of the Lord that says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. You know, if I say, heal me, O Lord, I shall be healed. Save me, O Lord, and I shall be saved for you are my praise. And that is the truth, you know. Um, and he is so good, you guys. So merciful. And as, you know, someone that is currently, I am still single and I do want to be married and I do want to have children, but I also have learned that it should be in his will. If it is in the will of the Lord for it to happen, you guys, it will happen. You know, like I said, this is like my third time, like, doing this video of this audio um, podcast, you guys, and I'm so grateful that I did it because... I know there's someone out there that's struggling, you know, trying to move on. And there's hope, you guys, you know. At the end of the day, yes, it's hard. And sometimes you see, like, for example, I would see pictures. I saw their marriage pictures. And my heart still, like, hurt at that moment. And I was a little envious. I'm just being honest because I believe that that that's the best way to go. And I was a little envious, you know. I was a little jealous. And, like... I felt unwanted, you know, but what I learned is that, like, instead of mourning on the past, look at what God has already done, and staying at the moment that he's given you, the breath, and the gifts, and the things that you have, you know, so God is a deliverer, he's a teacher, he is Abba, he's love, um, you know, he's taught me so much, and he, I pray that he continue. And for anyone that is struggling, you know, you guys can definitely reach out um, to me and send me emails. Um, I think it's on my podcast um, section where you can find my emails and stuff like that. But um, know that you're not alone and that he loves you. You know, um, as the word says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus died for your sin. You know, and 
you have to think about it like he loves us so much that he left his throne and became a human being born as a child from a woman you know pushed out born as a child became a human being so that he can bore all of our sins and our iniquities and becoming a curse for us so thank you guys for listening and i hope this encourages you you're not alone forgive also go to the lord and ask for forgiveness and you forgive that person um that's something that i think is important and another thing is this is the world this is more for christians the world says that you have to forgive yourself but realistically that is impossible because god is the only one that can forgive you and if any christian asks well why would you say that oh well my therapist says i have to forgive myself Go into the Bible. So my question to you. If you go into the Bible and search. um, Where it tells you that you need to forgive yourself. Then you can send me a message and tell me that I'm incorrect. But you wouldn't find it in the word of God where it says that. Only person that can forgive you is Jesus Christ and God Almighty. And you know. Not you. Because we're not gods. We're only supposed to forgive each other. But not like we don't forgive their sins only god could do that we forgive them because god has forgiven us and because god has forgiven us we're able to you know be renewed and you know be clean again so um have a beautiful night and thank you guys for listening and i hope this leads you into a path where you start to seek the kingdom of heaven in this time that we're in right now we are in the final hours we're in the end times The Mark of the Beast system is starting, you guys. Um, You know, and remember that you are a child of the creator of all things. And he loves you so, so much. So keep going and you're not alone. I know it may feel hard, but you're not alone. So I'll speak to you guys again. Bye, my lovelies. If it it is in the will of the Lord. So, yeah. Bye.